Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll enjoy. Would you give him a clap offering of praise on this Christmas morning? Hallelujah. Amen, church. Well, I tell you what, this, you know, it's so, so beautiful. Thank you, Matthew. Let's, uh, let's just say this. So everybody say, happy birthday. Dear Lord Jesus, we celebrate you today. And we give you thanks, O oh Lord, our God, our salvation. Now, one more time, give him a big birthday greeting, a clap offering in this house, and a shout of praise. And I know you've done it a bunch, but turn to your neighbor, tell him Merry Christmas, and you can be seated for just a moment. Thank you, Matthew. Awesome. Hallelujah. I want to say thank you to all of you who took time out and uh, made this a priority today. And uh, praise the Lord that, uh, that it's at least a little bit warmer today than it has been the last couple days. Amen? But we're blessed. We're so blessed. I said we're blessed. <laughs> God is so good. My, my, my. Merry Christmas, everybody, from our family to your family. Merry Christmas, and God bless each and, and every one of you. And for those of you that are watching online, maybe you're at home or maybe out of town with relatives or different places, even places around the world, from Life Church to all of you, we love you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. I pray it's such a blessed day and a blessed season for each and every one of us. In a few minutes, I'm, I'm going to read the Christmas story from the Scripture, and we'll close with prayer. And um, yesterday morning, uh, we, had, uh, we had Christmas last night with uh, Matthew and Suzanne and Henry and Porter, and we FaceTimed our kids in California yesterday, FaceTimed us for just a few moments, and they got so much going on. But uh, yesterday morning when we got up, Susan, she got up and immediately started cooking and getting, getting things baking and getting things ready. And uh, I was just sitting there reading, and she looked at me, and uh, very powerful and very emotionally, she, she looked at me, and she said, I am so glad Jesus came. And uh, that sounds, I know that can sound so simple, but it's so profound. I looked at her in that moment, and uh, we hugged, and... Uh, I said, you know, think about it, Susan. If Jesus hadn't come, you and I would have never met. Because we met because both of us, hundreds of miles apart, never knowing each other, were drawn by God to seek His face and His will for our lives. Because Jesus came God's plan for us was revealed. And now, just look what God has done as far as blessing us and many of you with such a beautiful family. But not only that, think about this. If Jesus hadn't come, we would have never gotten to know all of you. 
so powerful. All because Jesus came. Thank God. Think about all the things in your life that you enjoy that are a result of Jesus coming to us. And uh, especially all of our relationships. And so I want us to just take a moment and thank God that Jesus came and gave us a spiritual family. Would you put your hands together and thank Him for that? Thank you, Jesus. You gave us a, an earthly family, but you gave us a spiritual family. So many beautiful relationships. And I was thinking as we were worshiping this, this beautiful Scripture. And you may feel alone during Christmas season. There are people that, for many of you, for some of you, this is the first Christmas that you've, you've experienced the loss of a loved one. And your heart, while it's rejoicing at, at the goodness of God, there's also some pain there, some hurt, a few tears. <laughs> uh, but God's here, Emmanuel. And when he said, I'll never leave you, forsake you, he meant it. In your darkest hour, he is there for you. But I also thought about this scripture too, that no matter if you have a, an, an earthly family, you go, people go through, they go through divorce, through separation, family things happen. But listen to this promise out of Psalms, chapter 68. This is so beautiful. It says, God sets the solitary in families. Come on, church. I said, God sets the solitary in families. You are not alone. And we are the family of God. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. Isn't that, that's part of that verse too. So no matter where you find yourself today, know this, you're not alone. If you're in the kingdom, you're in the family of God. And you know, you can think, well, I don't know, Brother Scott, I don't know if I believe in all this God stuff, and, and I'm just here because it's Christmas. Well, whether you acknowledge it or not, your life is the result of the fact that Jesus came. Amen. And I can tell you this, amen, church, go ahead. Your life will be a whole lot better if you will actively begin to acknowledge it. All your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. You want to have a blessed life, a life that is marked by the favor of God? Begin to acknowledge Him as the very center and the very source. Can I get an amen? amen. So, and I, and I know people say, well, you know what? It's all commercial, and it's damaged, and Jesus wasn't born on December the 25th. Well, I tell you what, the Word of God tells us exactly when Jesus was born. I knew that'd get your attention. I'll tell you when Jesus was born. Genesis, uh, uh, Galatians 4.4. 4. But when the fullness of time had come. <laughs> That's what it says. When the fullness of time had come. Mm, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman under the law. God's timing was perfect. And so we celebrate the perfect timing of God today. Amen.
All right, I'm going to let you be seated, and uh, I want to just read you the scriptures. Uh, uh, stay, stay seated. That's what I meant to say. Amen. You're already there, so. And I'm going to read you the Christmas story. And this is a compilation of the different scriptures uh, in the New Testament, in, in Luke and in, in Matthew. It says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. Would you turn to your neighbor right now and say, The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you'll call his name Jesus. He will be great. Oh, Yeshua. He will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I'm a virgin? The angel, angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age, he shall all, she shall also conceive, conceived, conceived a son. And in this sixth month with her, who was, uh, with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Everybody say nothing. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord, and let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And Luke, and in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first regi uh, registration when Quinarius was governor of Syria. And all went down to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger. I have to stop and say this. This is a prophetic picture of what was also going to happen when he went to that cross. Remember this. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes, linen, and laid in a rock cradle. Not a wooden one, but that's the best we can do is to, is to, to visualize it. And then at his death, he was wrapped in those clothes again and laid. If you've been to Israel, you've seen it. Laid in that rock tomb but it was borrowed because he didn't need it for long. A picture of our salvation. Laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. Now the birth of, of Jesus Christ took place this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to, the, to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. 
And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as, as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife. He knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. In that same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that shall be for all the people. For unto you is born in this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with, with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them unto, into, into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. If everyone would stand, please. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, the wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him, and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, and it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warmed in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed 
to their own country. Let us pray together, church. Lord Jesus, today, Father, I pray that the wonder of Christmas and the divine intervention that took place on this day that we celebrate will be an invasion into every heart and every life. It's under the sound of my voice. Jesus, our eyes are on you. And I pray that a mighty move of your Spirit, O oh God, will touch every heart and every life. For any who have grown cold or distant, separated themselves from your heart, I sense in my spirit that you are moving right now and saying, return to me, my dear daughter. Return to me, my dear son. Return to me. That I may make known to you my will and my plan and my purpose for you and for your future. And so, Father, we thank you today and we say, oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, into every heart, into every life. May we not shut off any place in our lives, any place in our future. Lord Jesus, we give it all to you today on this day as we celebrate your birthday. And Father, I thank you and I believe in my heart that prophetically I release that as we begin to transition out of 2022 and go into 2023, that this is the beginning of a move of your Spirit that will transform thousands and millions of lives across this planet, but especially here in Mobile, Alabama, and across our area, and in the families that are gathered here today. Jesus, we give ourselves fresh and new to you. We do what the shepherds did, and we bow in worship. We do what the, the kings and the wise men did, and we bow our hearts in worship, and we give you our lives. And we say, O come, O come, Emmanuel. We celebrate you today, Lord Jesus. Now, Father, I pray for the comfort and power of the Holy Spirit to invade every family. I pray for that comforting Emmanuel to comfort the hearts of those who've experienced loss, whether it be children, whether it be a husband or a wife or a father, mother, or someone very close to them. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for doing what only you can do and going to those places in our lives that only you can speak to. We lift them up today and thank you so much for our family. God, and I ask you to restore families during this time. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for restoring families, letting those walls fall down, letting those chains of bondages be broken and releasing them from every attack and assault of the enemy and bringing them together. Thank you that Christmas is a time of when the promise of God came to pass, and it is a time now when the promise of God will come to pass in these families. I decree it in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it now. Now, Father, bless not only our day but our week, and thank you again for the joyful privilege of being able to celebrate our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. For it's in His name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every 
heart, prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Would you give God praise in this house? Amen. From our family to your family, we are family, and we love you. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. Hug somebody before you go. You are dismissed. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at life-church.org.